You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's see. We got so Stefan Diggs and Cooper Cup both on bye this week. So Tyreek Hill is going to be at number one against the Steelers defense, who is banged up has given up a ton of fantasy points to wide receivers. They did their thing against Tom Brady last week, but I think they can't get, they're not going to be able to sustain that every single week, you know, shorthanded that they're already not that good in the, in the secondary. I think Stefan, I think Terry kill and Jalen Waddle are going to be able to do their thing. I have Jalen Waddle here in my top five as well at number five. So I think yeah. both these guys are going to be able to do their thing. You know, two back in the lineup, you can't bet against them. We saw what they did against the Ravens, you know, and the Ravens. 300 receiving yards, more than 300 receiving, 200 receiving yards combined last week. Um, they already had a 300-yard combined receiving game a few, like, into week two, right? So, yeah, yeah this is going to be another potential monster game for these two guys. And you can't bet against Tiger Kill. So suddenly it seems like, you know, he's just being targeted regardless of who's quarterback. And he's just such a weapon now. You know, I said he looks a little bit better, I think, on the Dolphins um, than he did on the Chiefs. Obviously, he looked great on the Chiefs, but his production looks, you know, much more sustainable. It's not as touchdown dependent, which is really kind of refreshing, you know, because once those touchdowns come, you know, Tyreek Hill might be number one, even with Cooper Cup and Stefan Diggs playing that same week. I hear that, man. Devonta Adams, he's at number two here over Jamar Chase at number three. Houston has given up big games to perimeter wide receivers this year. Um, and every number one wide receiver who's gone against Houston has done their thing. So I expect Devontae to go ham coming off his bye week. Yeah, and it's good to see that he's playing. He didn't get any suspension, you know, for pushing the cameraman. So that's good news if you're Devontae Adams' manager. I don't see a scenario where he doesn't get it done for you this week. And not, I, I think there's a better chance that he gets it done in a big way than, you know, than just a regular way. I, I bet on him to go over like 25 points faster than I bet on him to go under 25 points. Um, Jamar at three, like I said, I like him against Atlanta. He might get shadow coverage against AJ Terrell, but he hasn't been amazing this year. <laughs> so no. I think Chase can handle that pretty easily. If, if he doesn't, if he doesn't get shadowed, you know, Casey Hayward is on IR right now and they have some backup corners in there and Atlanta's defense just hasn't been great this year in terms of their secondary. So right. Jamar could potentially blow up once again this week. And T with T Higgins back, you know, some, some coverage is going to have to shift either way. Yeah. Right. So having both these guys on the field is going to be a, a big deal uh, for Joe Burrow and that offense. And the Bengals offense has found its footing. It seems like, you know, maybe a trip back to um, Louisiana was all they needed, you know, to get back and right the ship. Because we have Jamar Chase ranked here in the top five, actually top three, he will now put up another 12-point performance because as soon as we moved <laughs> him out of the top 10, he, he went bananas. So we'll see how that goes. I, I do like Jamar Chase in this matchup. It should be good, especially with T. Higgins back. Um, like you said, the coverage will be shifted. He won't be able to focus as much on Jamar Chase. And it looked 
like things were clicking a lot better. I'd expect that to continue now for the rest of the season with the Bengals offense. It was really between CeeDee Lamb and Jamar Chase at three and four. I mean, it, it's pretty close. You know, with Dak Prescott back, I think CeeDee Lamb, you know, is going to be able to do his thing, maintain his league leading target share. Um, you know, he has been running a lot of his slots uh, routes out of the slot um, this year, but he runs on the outside as well. So, you know, the the, the Lions are giving up the six most fantasy points uh, to wide receivers over the last four weeks. So CeeDee Lamb is going to be able to do his thing. Um, and I expect this game to be pretty high scoring. Yeah, I'd, ideally it would be high scoring. Um, it seems like the lines are either there and they're scoring a ton, or they're just getting beat. Um, we'll see. Right into the, the, this game, right? Like Dallas's defense, they might actually come through. Uh, yeah. at home, right? Yeah. Uh, so, so it's, the, the uh, it's prob- gonna be interesting to watch. That's the problem. So, if the Cowboys go up, you know, they might not even be concerned about doing anything. You know, if the def- I hate the games like last night. You know, talking about the Cardinals and the Saints, it's a high scoring game on paper, but for the Cardinals' offense, it wasn't because there were two yeah. pick sixes. And when the yeah. defense does that, the script gets flipped completely. They talked about, you know, it was like the first snaps of the season besides like two that the Cardinals were running with a lead, you know, on offense. So I hate when that happens. I wouldn't be surprised if that happened in this game. So maybe, maybe temper expectations, but definitely on paper, CD Lamb. I, I like him at four. I think he's upside. It's at, you know, where he's ranked at four, but there's a chance that this could kind of fall into a game script that's not as conducive as we might have imagined going into it. Yeah, and then have Jalen Waddle here at number five. He runs most of his routes, you know, against Levi Wallace on the left side. Levi Wallace has given up more than half a fantasy point per route run against him, and quarterbacks have been targeting him 27% of the time. <laughs> so Jalen Waddle is in for a good game this week. Yeah. Uh, Debo Samuel, you know, I wouldn't expect a whole lot of the Christian McCaffrey stuff to affect him this week. But I have him at six, which is the highest I've ever had Debo Samuel. Uh, but I'm expecting big things in this game against Kansas City. Kansas City, I feel like, is going to go up in this game. I feel like they're going to be able to to handle this 49ers secondary who's banged up right now. Um, they might not and most likely won't have Charvarius Ward this week, uh, who left the game last week with a groin injury. Uh, they already are down Emmanuel Mosley, who's out for the year. Um, Jimmy Ward, his hand is in a he, he has a club hand right now because he broke yeah. his hand last week. So, you know, this is a situation where um, you know, Kansas City can go up. And because Kansas City has also given up a ton of fantasy points to wide receivers this year, um, I think Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk, and you and we'll see where I have him ranked in a little bit. I expect these guys to go off this week. Again. I think yeah, definitely. I think that we're kind of in the eye of the Christian McCaffrey storm. You know, we're not gonna get hit until next week. Um, as yeah. far as, you know, the usage effects on Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuko. So that is good news for Debo Samuel owners. This is a marquee matchup. You know, if the trade happened earlier in the week, then I'd be a little bit less inclined to rank him maybe as high as we have him. But I, I think that Debo Samuel is going to get it done. And like you said, if they go up, you know, we could see another game script like last week's. And that was against the Falcons. So we'll see how it goes. I'm a Russ St. Brown. I have him here at number seven. Um, I, you know, it's one of those situations where he's coming back from injury, but he did get full pra- a full practice in. Cooper Cup was fine, you know, against his Dallas defense. Obviously, it's Cooper Cup. Right? Cooper Cup's yeah. going to get it done more often than not. Uh, but you know, even coming into that game, they were a little bit vulnerable coming out of the, sl- you know, defending the slot compared uh, to the outside, especially uh, on that on the left perimeter uh, where Trayvon Diggs lives. 
Um, but but for now, going into this game, like I'm pretty happy about it because the Dallas has given up the fourth most fantasy points to slot wide receivers uh, over the last four weeks. They've given up the tenth most fantasy uh, points to slot wide receivers this season. So I'm, you know, perfectly fine ranking Amara St. Brown this high, and you know, even against good defenses, he's he should be able to get it done. And the Lions' offense has been a bit inconsistent, you know, this season. But there's no reason to think like. I don't think they're going to look like they did against the Patriots. You know, that was just yeah an absolute bomb. You know, they didn't do anything. That was just an off day. Um, I don't think it's going to be another one of those situations, even though Dallas's defense is very good. I think that that the Lions will be just fine. And Amon St. Brown, if he's healthy, he's going to be getting the ball fed to him a lot, um, especially if they're down. If, that, if that's the case, they'll be playing from down. Amon St. Brown is maybe the receiver to have in this game if Dallas will go up. You know, we talked about CeeDee Lamb and his upside. Get the receiver getting a team up on another team, you know, does well for half the game. The receiver that's doing the catching up does well the entire game. So that's what Amon St. Brown is this week. There you go. I have Tyler Lockett at number eight this week. That's pretty high. And he had yeah. a down week last week, but I'm betting on a bounce back week for in week seven. Lockett runs most of his perimeter routes on the right side. And that's where JC Jackson usually lines up. And he got benched last week, by the way, from that spot. Uh, the Chargers are giving up the ninth most fantasy points to wide receivers on that right perimeter. Uh, and Preciser, who is our analytics and algorithm-driven data platform, has this game at a 53-point total, with the Seahawks having an implied total of 24 points. So I'm expecting Lockett to do his thing this week. Yeah, I, I like it. You know, you talk about what we expected for Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf last week can be the same expectation this week against the Chargers. Chargers have a bunch of stars on defense, and they're either injured or underperforming. You just talk about J.C. Jackson being benched. You know, Joey Bosa's out for a while. Um, I, I, this game should be a shootout, and that's what we said about, was it Seahawks and Cardinals last week? So if it comes to this week, you know, I think Tyler Lockett, it seems like he's the better, more consistent producer. I think D.K. Metcalf has the upside, but he hasn't cracked that just yet. We have D.K. Metcalf at nine, but... um. Yeah, I, I like both of the receivers. You can't go wrong with either of these guys in your lineups. And I just want to mention our our sponsor for this episode, Preciser. Thanks for them for sponsoring this episode. Uh, they are a data analytics and algorithm-driven sports prediction platform that helps you get, give you an edge in DFS and fantasy and sports betting. So I'd recommend checking them out. They have a free package that you can check out. Uh, but right now, you can get their pro package that offers all of their data for 30% off the first three months. If you use code UPPERHAND, uh, that moves this package to only $6.99 a month from the usual $9.99 a month. So pretty affordable, right? And that, that should give you the upper hand. Uh, their website is Preciser.io, and that's code UPPERHAND. I'll have the link in the description of the podcast and YouTube. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All right, moving on to DK Metcalf. Similar situation, right? The Chargers themselves have given up a ton of fantasy points to wide receivers. Um specifically perimeter wide receivers that given up the ninth most fantasy points to perimeter wide receivers as a whole over the last four weeks uh, and to wide receivers in general, the 11th most over the past 
four weeks. So the Chargers are vulnerable defense, uh, especially in the secondary. So I think Geno Smith is going to have a big day. I think he's going to bounce back, actually throw some touchdowns this week, opposed yeah. to last week. At least he didn't throw any picks. Um, but I think both these wide receivers, who I had in my top 10 last week too, um, I think hopefully they should be able to come through this week. D Higgins at number 10 against Atlanta, similar reasons for Jamar chase, you know, Casey Hayward's on IR. Uh, you know, if Jamar chase does end up getting shadowed by AJ Terrell, T Higgins is going to have a big day. Um, I think this is the situation. This is a situation where he's actually practicing in full going into this week. I think it seems like he's, you know, uh, he's practiced on a Wednesday for the first time in like several weeks. We talked about that yesterday, but you know, he's going to see a lot of Darren Hall. Okay, Darren yeah. Hall is not going <laughs> to be able to hold T. Higgins. Okay, who? Yeah, um, who? <laughs> and, and this is a situation where you know AJ Terrell was being targeted uh, at twenty-two percent uh, of the routes run against him, but this week <laughs> it might end up being Darren Hall. Now, I'm not going to rank T. Higgins above Jamar Chase because we know who the more dynamic wide receiver is. Um, but T. Higgins still going to be in my top ten this week. I think I think that that's well deserved. And this offense and Atlanta's offense. They could kind of go, you know, head to head a little bit in this game. Yeah. Atlanta's been one of the highest scoring offenses, believe it or not, in the NFL. Uh, they've been scoring a lot of games. They've been in a lot of games, a lot of close games. So if this is close and it's high scoring, it's going to benefit both teams yeah. from a fantasy and it, perspective. And it's good news for the receivers in those games, definitely. Um, when T. Higgins plays and he's healthy, you know, he's a no doubt, I think, you know, low end wide receiver one. Yeah. Like, no doubt. Because I think, let's see, in four games that he's been relatively healthy, he has 10 targets, 7 targets, 9 targets, and 9 targets, which came last week against New Orleans. Um, I, I, I'm happy with him at 10. I think this is a really good ranking for him, especially against Atlanta. You know, you do mention that they're two very high-scoring offenses, which is funny to think because we're talking about Atlanta as a high-scoring offense with Marcus Mariota at quarterback. Discussion for a different day. At the end of the day, they look really good both teams on offense and neither of their defenses really stand out i mean aj terrell obviously in atlanta but aj terrell can't cover t higgins and jamar chase in one play so one of them is going to be getting it done so i th i think that both of these guys have you know top 10 potential and we haven't ranked that that way i have mike evans and chris godwin coming in at 11 and 12 a lot of teammates yeah, in the top right 12 this other. week so we got Mike Evans and Chris Godwin in the top 12. We got Jamar Chase and T. Higgins in the top 12. And we have Tal Lockett and uh, and and G.K. Metcalf in the top 12. That must be a record. And Jalen yep. Waddle and Tyreek Hill in the top five. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. Yeah. That's, that's, that's kind of cool. Um, that now, yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Um, but, yeah, I have both these guys, you know, kind of doing their thing this week. I think this is a little bit of a, redemp a redemption game for Tom Brady because, you know, he wanted to get more done last week, and and he didn't. Um, you know, Mike Evans does run most of his routes on that left side. And lately, Carolina hasn't been great over there, giving up the eighth most fantasy points to wide receivers on the left perimeter. And then you got Chris Gowan, who I think is going to have a big game in this one. Yeah. And Calling we it right now. We, Eight I catches. 97 yards and a touchy. No, it's that's, not, that's not how you say it. A touchy. It's not a touchy. A touchy is something else. It's a, it's a tutty, I think. Tutty. A tutty. A touchy. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that doesn't sound weird at all. No, but uh, no, 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 no. I just had a, I had a fun I had a fun night last night, so it just it was just remnants of that. Sorry yeah, about lots that. Of <laughs> lots, of, lots of touchies. Lots of touchies. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think try, this try, is... try 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 following that up, Zach. Go ahead. Yeah, they will have 
the game that they were supposed to have last week against the Steelers. You know, these Buccaneers receivers, receivers will do their thing. Tom Brady will look more like Tom Brady. And that's the end of my discussion. I can't beat touches. <laughs> but this is, you know, rarely do you get this type of draw where you can just reload and get the exact same matchup almost, you know, and have the exact same projections. So this is their chance to get right and do right by fans, by the fantasy community. You know, let's get things on track, guys, and look like the Buccaneers this week. Um, I think they do it this week, obviously. Um, the Panthers offense ha- has no firepower anymore. Mike Williams at number 13 here might be, and I'm ranking, by the way, I don't have Keenan Allen in these rankings. I took him out uh, right. because I'm assuming he doesn't play. Because if he, he does he play, not. where does he slide in? If he does play, Mike Williams is moving down. Okay, because Seattle mm-hmm. has actually been pretty vulnerable to slot wide receivers this year, and they're better on the outside. Um, and, yo, like, what's his name? The dude, well, and, you know, he would go up against Kobe Bryant. Right, like yeah. the living Kobe Bryant on the Seahawks, who 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 defends the the slot. Um, but uh, what's his name? What's his name? I'm gonna, I'm gonna look because he he the deserves Seahawks corner. Seahawks corner. Tariq um, Mullen. He, he yeah, dude. Tariq yeah. Mullen, man. He deserves a shout out, and that's why I wanted to find his name because yeah, the dude has been playing very well this year. I saw him at the Senior Bowl. Um, you know, I wasn't really focused on corners. I was focused on like offensive players, but like I heard I heard good things at the Senior Bowl, and the dude is showing up. He's playing very well. Um, yeah. You know, he's been living on that left side uh, for the most part this year, uh, and he's been doing his thing. So both him – you know what? I just realized something. The Seahawks have – their nickel corner's name is Kobe Bryant, and their right perimeter's corner's, na- right perimeter's corner's name is Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I didn't even think about that. Man, they got some star power there. They got some st- – <laughs> They got Dude, some star power. I, and then Tariq Bowling on- with four picks. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? I know what's going on in today's episode. Um, yeah, this is one of the best episodes of all time, if you ask me. Um, right. but but yeah, so like I, I completely lost track, but oh yeah, so what I was saying was Tariq Wollin kind of holds it down. So Mike Williams would definitely move down for me. This is one of those games where you know I get worried about, about Mike Williams sometimes, you know, with mm-hmm. or without Keenan Allen. I was worried about him last week, and that you know, that turned out to be like warranted. correct, yeah, warranted. There you go. Um, and this week, like, I'm kind of feeling similar vibes, to be honest right. with you, um, even without Keenan Allen. So I just say that I have him ranked up here because you, this is like a situation where like I can't sit Mike Williams. Like when Keenan, no. when Keenan Allen's out, like he's going to be in my lineup because he can blow up and he has. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is another one of those situations where like I'm like, hmm, you know, not I'm not dying. I, I don't if I had to bet on Keenan, on Mike Williams doing his thing, I would bet no. But he has to be in my lineup. Anyway, going back to the original question. I would probably have Keenan Allen, if he plays, right around here. Right around where yeah. Mike Williams is. Um, maybe ahead of Amari Cooper this week. I would probably have Mike Williams around, I would say, the 18-ish, right ahead of Deontay Johnson, maybe right below him. So around that spot. That's kind of how yeah. I feel about him. Yeah. You know? So uh, long-winded yeah, answer, but you got your answer. Yes, we know where we're putting him if he's starting. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you guys know after... After after you already turned the podcast off, 